Hey guys, it's AJ Fuego here uh, with a new podcast series. It's going to be called AJ Debates and it's just going to be every week a quick 10-15 minute podcast. Just quickly running over a a couple of topics inspired by, uh, I believe the page owner is called Chris. Um, But he's a guy on Instagram, he's got two pages. One is rapdebates underscore and one is Smuckers by Tyler. Make sure to go and support him and continue the discussions over there. But he posts a lot of opinion-based stuff, um, posts a lot of like questions, rankings, just general stuff like that, um, getting discussions within the hip-hop and R&B community. So massive shout-out to him. He's inspired this podcast, and each week... I'm just going to do a quick 10-15 minute hot take on a couple of the things that he's posted that week and just share my opinion on them in podcast format. So I'm actually recording this on the 13th of February. I just wanted to bring that up because his most recent post um, is just showing some of the amazing albums that released on this day across the years. Now you've got four crazy albums to be honest um the first one arguably one greatest double disc hip-hop albums of all time two packs all eyes on me was released on this date you also have um excuse me you also have the fuji's the score now for those that aren't aware obviously the grammys was Last weekend, Cardi B won Rap Album of the Year for Invasion of Privacy. And she was the first solo female artist to win that award. But the first female artist as part of the Fugees, being Lauren Hill, was actually won by them for that particular album, The Score. So it's probably not going to be as well known as... Uh, the two-pack album, or the two Drake mixtapes that dropped on this date. But it's an incredible project and definitely worth checking out if you're a fan of hip-hop. And then, as I just mentioned there, uh, we've got two Drake mixtapes. His third mixtape, So Far Gone, which was also nominated for a Grammy and was in fact the first mixtape to be nominated for a Grammy. <laughs> and then his fourth mixtape, If you're reading this, it's too late, which is one of my personal favourites. Now, obviously, we got two Grammy-nominated projects in that list there. And there was a lot of uh, discussion as to whether Cardi B deserved Rap Album of the Year uh, for Invasion of Privacy. The category included... Mac Miller's Swimming, Pusha T's Daytona, Travis Scott's Astro World, and Nipsey Hussle's Victory Lap. Now, I will say I don't feel like... Mm, let's rewind. I've seen that a lot of people are shooting down Cardi B and trying to discredit the album, say that it wasn't great, that it didn't deserve it, and... I don't think we need to discredit somebody's work in order to show appreciation for something that we think is better. And that being said, I personally don't think that Cardi B didn't deserve to win it. I think she deserves to win. I mean, 
as a solo female hip hop artist to go from zero to where she is now in two years, release a album that was top 10 across the charts across the world. You know, it wasn't just the US. She was charting across the entire world. She's had massive singles off of there. So I think it's unfair to say that she didn't deserve it. Would I have personally given the Grammy to her? No. Um, for me, I think it would have been a toss-up between Pusha T's Daytona and Travis Scott's Astro World that I would have awarded it to. But the thing is... All of these albums deserve the Grammy for different reasons. I mean, Cardi B, commercially and as a solo female hip-hop artist, to be at the forefront of commercial success as a female in hip-hop, that deserves recognition. Um, Mac Miller, obviously, because of his untimely passing, Swimming um, is an important album to a lot of his fans and the hip-hop community in general, and it was an incredible project, so that equally deserved as much recognition. Pusha T, Daytona, I mean, I think Daytona was probably the biggest shock for everybody. Um, Everybody knows how good Pusha T is. But it wasn't just hip-hop fans that enjoyed Daytona. I mean, naturally, I've been looking at uh, some sort of top 20, top 50 lists from 2018 for Best Album. And a lot of music publications, blog, magazines, all of these different people were putting Daytona usually within their top 10, uh, usually within top 20, if not top 10. And I think that speaks to the quality of the project. So uh, that definitely deserved it. Travis Scott, Astroworld. I mean, you could hear the amount of effort he put into the album. Um, He's been at the forefront of the sound that is hip-hop at the moment. Um, He was very innovative when he first came out. He's not just contributed on his own work to the hip hop community, but also like features, production work, writing credits, you know, he has done an awful lot in the last five years for hip hop. And I think that Astro World probably was the album that deserved to, for him to finally be recognized by receiving a Grammy, I suppose is what I'm trying to say. And then finally Nipsey hustled like, I totally respect Nitsi Hustle. If you haven't heard Victory Lap, what an incredible project that is. Um, you know, I think he's just... The, he's that sort of underground guy that is uh, heavily slept on. But those that know of him, they know of him. You know, he makes a statement when you hear his music, but it's just not as widely received Um, So I'm not surprised that he didn't get the Grammy just because he's not so commercially successful. But to be honest, like I said, all five albums, I think they were all very good projects and they all deserved recognition and the Grammy Award for different reasons. So I'll leave that there. I won't say any more about that. But obviously we mentioned here, released on the 13th of February, today's date, Two Drake projects, and this week, 
Smuckers by Tyler, Chris, actually ranked um, Drake's discography. So I'm just going to quickly run through my personal ranking. Now, I will say very quickly, I'm not including Room for Improvement and Comeback Season. Only reason for that is because I have heard both of his two early mixtapes, but I'm not very familiar with them. I've only listened to them once or twice before. Um, so I don't think it's fair to judge them against the other projects when I know the other projects very well. So having said that, at the bottom of the list, um, most recent album, Scorpion. Putting that at the bottom, why? For me, it was a very average album. Um, it was too long with too few filler track, uh, too many filler tracks, sorry. I will say though, I do prefer Side B. I know that will probably be a question that gets asked. Yep, Side B, I prefer I prefer R&B Drake. I was hoping for full Drake R&B album, and I think that's as close as we're ever going to get to it. So I was pleased about that, but average album overall, bottom of the list. Following that, I'm going to go with Views. Um, obviously, Views had some mega hits, and... I think the biggest problem with views is inconsistency. Um, at the time I was at uni, living in a house of eight, all of us liked Drake, and we were talking about views when it was released as an album. And there was a very obvious consensus between all of us, like an agreed consensus as to which songs were better and which ones were worse. And when everybody is in agreement as to which songs are better on a long project like views, that shows that it is very inconsistent, and if it was cut, it would probably rank higher. But yeah, next up would be More Life. Now, I think More Life, um, I think More Life struggles with the same inconsistency problem as Views, but it's a little less overproduced, little bit more versatile, and Drake sounds a little bit more relaxed and authentic on this project so it actually ranks slightly higher than views for those reasons for me personally then following that uh thank me later drake's debut album um yeah i mean it's an incredible project i love it and depending on who you are some people may argue that it's a classic i personally don't think it is but when you you know when you release thank me later and it falls between the releases so far gone and take care it's not surprising that it sort of sits in the middle of the list but that doesn't discredit it any less so next up i'm going to go with take care now a lot of people may be shocked about that i will say it's a personal ranking um when it comes to take care when it comes to Take Care, I suppose what I would say is that obviously it's almost inarguable that it is a classic album. When it was released, it was commercially successful. It was successful within the hip-hop community. You know, everybody sort of embraced it and enjoyed it. It was a pretty consistent product, uh, project. It was very versatile and... The sound of music shifted, not just in hip-hop, but in the mainstream as well with the release of Take Care. So its influence is undeniable, but 
just personal taste, it sits slightly behind my top two projects. And we'll roll straight into that. Uh, top three, sorry, top three. So we'll roll straight into that. Number three for me is So Far Gone. Now, So Far Gone, like, there's not a lot to say about So Far Gone. It was Drake's third project, released as a mixtape, so good people thought it was an album. And it was so good, in fact, that it was the first ever mixtape to be nominated for Grammy. Um, yeah, it's just an incredible project. I know it's one that is somewhat overlooked because it's some of Drake's earlier work, but I would urge everybody to go out and listen to So Far Gone because it's got some incredible songs. And I remember many a time getting Bria's interlude just on constant repeat. But yeah, moving into second, um, if you're reading this, it's too late. For me, this ranks second um, mostly because it felt very authentic. Um, Drake had that sort of trappy Toronto sound on here. It wasn't overproduced. A lot of the beats were fairly minimal, um, quite atmospheric. He had a nice balance of hip-hop and R&B vocal styles in there. He felt very relaxed and authentic. And yeah, it just feels like Drake was in his element with this project. He didn't feel pressured because it wasn't an album. It was a mixtape. Um, yeah, he it just felt like he didn't have any pressure or any expectations. He just went in and made the project that he wanted to make. And I think that authenticity can be heard in the music because of how underproduced it is, how minimal it is. And I think that resonated with a lot of his fans. Um, so, yeah. That's second place, and then top for me, nothing was the same. I mean, it might most people would probably rank it more towards third or fourth spot. Um, a lot of people prefer take care to nothing was the same. For me, um, it's it sounds a bit strange, but if, having just said that, if you're reading this because it's like a bit more underproduced, I prefer it. This one feels like a slightly more polished version to take care, and that's actually why I prefer it, um, which sounds like contradiction. But I just really like the project. I think it's very consistent. It's uh, very well balanced. It's very well produced. Everything is clean and polished. Um, lots of great features on the album as well and for me it just came at a great time in my life I mean it released just after I had moved into university it was my first taste of independence my first real sort of taste of freedom um, I met my first love right around the release of this album I had a bit of a rocky relationship with my dad which was being repaired around this time and and yeah, it was just sort of an album that really resonated with me and um, 
it just connected with me, especially given the time that it released. I remember I used to, when I couldn't sleep, go for like walks around the city at like 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, just literally walking around the city um, with this playing in my headphones. So I just have crazy fond memories of this album. And that's why for me it ranks top. So that's my personal ranking of Jake. Drake's discography, my thoughts on the Grammys, and just a shout out to a couple of albums that released on this date over the years. But yeah, as I said earlier, it's not officially sponsored by, but it's heavily inspired by Rap Debates underscore and Smuckers by Tyler, both run by Chris. So go show him some love on Instagram. Um, continue the discussion over there, or if you want to leave your own opinions and rankings, you can leave it on the Instagram post promoting this podcast. I will say with this series, because it's a quick 10-15 minute short snap, there won't be any Apple associated playlist created for it, but that's me done for this week, so I'll catch up with you guys again next week. Oh, and I will quickly say there isn't a full length podcast with Frego and Friends this week, just because we weren't able to make our schedules line up, but it will definitely back be back next week, so keep an eye out for that. And until then, have a good week, guys. Take it easy. All the best.